You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Steven Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. A's got a big win tonight. They came to St. Louis after a day off yesterday. They fell behind the Cardinals by the count of 3-1. to uh, three to one. And, you know, maybe a misplay of all. This should have been caught on the drive to center. Hit by Carpenter that eluded the try of Lariana. Really opened things up for the Cardinals. And two runs scored on the play in that bottom of the second. Then DeYoung with a double drove in Carpenter. And the A's were trailing 3-1. And the right-hander, the young Jack Flaherty, the one-side number one pick of the Cardinals, was pitching well, and there was nothing to portend what was going to happen for the A's in the uh, top half of the fifth inning because through four frames, the A's had had just three hits, although one of those was the home run to left field by Matt Olson. But the A's had a huge fifth inning. Like Vince had mentioned, as we said, Bob Melvin playing all the right cards with Pinder and Davis, two guys who didn't start the game. Pinder had a two-run homer in that fifth inning, and Davis had the pinch hit two-run double out to right center. And that was all the scoring in the game. As after that top of the fifth, it was seven three A's, and that was the final score. Now the A's will try to do something that they've tried to do three times earlier this year, and that is climbed over the uh, over four games over 500. As the A's now have matched their season high, as they're sitting at 42 and 38 on the year. Kudos to J.B. Wendelkin. As uh, Wendelkin, all the toiling in the minor leagues and coming back from Tommy John surgery. Tonight gets his first major league win as he extricated the A's out of that tough spot with two on and one out in the bottom of the fourth. He got two outs, but they were big, and he got win number one in the big league. So 7-3 A's over the Cardinals. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. A's Clubhouse continues after this. Are you looking for accommodations for your next trip to Oakland? A's fans coming from out of town are always welcome at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms. Enjoy delicious food and beverage offerings, including local craft beer and premium wines at Diamonds Sports Bar, the hotel's full-service restaurant and lounge. To find out more about rates and amenities, visit the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport's website at www.hioaklandairport.com. Itching for more A's Cast content? A's Cast Live is now your number one destination for baseball during your afternoon commute. Join Chris Towns and a cast of recurring guests for a new live baseball show focused on the 30 MLB teams. From openers to launch angles, A's Cast Live takes you around the baseball universe, exploring the Oakland A's and the rest of Major League Baseball. To hear the show, download A's Cast by visiting athletics.com slash A's Cast. Athletics.com slash A's Cast. This is A's Clubhouse. It is the A's Clubhouse show after the Athletics got the victory over the St. Louis Cardinals, 7-3, a start of this road trip. They've won 6 of 8, 9 of 13, as Ken just told you, four games over 500. And it's not going to be easy. Obviously, St. Louis is a very tough team. But right now, Ken, if you look at the numbers, the Athletics are catching the St. Louis Cardinals when they are not swinging the bat well. Well, the Cardinals have a good offensive team. They're not great. 
If you look at all their players, it's hard to say that anybody's having a great year for them. They have some guys who've been slumping recently, and you know they're tenth in the National League and run scored. So when you're, you know, when you're struggling, you do what happens tonight. That's where the Cardinals leaving ten runners on base, and I think it was an important night, don't you think, Chris, for the A's bullpen, especially Lou Trevino, although he allowed. The two hits in the eighth inning. The A's had bullpen action behind him, but Bull Mel stayed with him, and he got through it. And you know, I think that, that has to buoy his confidence. Yeah, the number one thing with Lou, and, you know, it doesn't matter what your stuff is. It's about your confidence. It's about pitching with conviction. And there are times in an athlete's career, and it doesn't matter at what level, where an athlete can start saying, oh, no, here we go again. And every single time, Lou gives up some hits. Every single time he puts some people on base, I know I start to feel it a little bit. I bet he's feeling it a little bit. Especially if you're in your, just in your second year. I mean, he had nothing but success last year, so every athlete has to go through a failure. And how you deal with it oftentimes can define a career. When some guys don't get out of it, I think Lou will be just fine. And maybe, you know, sometimes you come out on the other end and you're even a better player because you figure it out. And you, and you learn mentally how to fight through those tough times. And the one thing that I, I think we'll notice, even though the National League has a, a big lead on the American League this year in interleague play, but if you're one of the better American League teams, they don't hit home runs in the National League quite like the A's do for the most part. And that's kind of something we've seen over the years, that the A's do have the ability to overwhelm another team. And historically, the American League has gotten the best of the National League. I mean, it's been really lopsided over the years until this year. Like you said, there was one year where they swept the entire NL Central with something like 12-0, and 0, and you mentioned home runs. This was a Bob Melvin win too, Chris, because he pulled the strings. I mean, when you, you think about the double switch and getting Pinder in there, which was early, you know, maybe he could have just gone with a straight pinch hit for the pitcher and not brought somebody else in the game when he had to take Bassett out, but he, he double switched there and he brought Pinder in at second base for Profar and then... He used Chris Davis early instead of waiting maybe for later if he might have needed him in a tight spot. He felt like that was the right matchup in that fifth inning. So you have to give some kudos to the skipper for pulling the right strings tonight. And one of the keys about Bob Melvin is that he has been in the National League. He's managed in the National League. He's coached and been a part of a world championship in the National League. Not every American League manager has done it. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he has a great feel for his players and also the right matchups and trying to get them into positions where they succeed. Well, you didn't go over the highlights over last game because they weren't any good, so why don't we go over the highlights of this game? What do you say? I'm in, partner. How about Matt Olson in the second inning, the oppo jack? Here's the pitch, two and one, and a drive down the left field line, a long run. Ozuna going back to the track. He will turn and watch it fly. And Matt Olson gets the A's on the board with an opposite field home run to left field. And the A's lead 1-0 over the Cardinals in the first. So feeling good, up 1-0. It was the second, by the way. That was an E on me. <laughs> Wait, oh, I, I did. What did you say, the first? I said 1-0 in the first. <laughs> Give an E to the broadcaster there. Ah, nobody. No, we, we knew what inning it was. We're fine. And yeah. then Carpenter would rip one to center. A little bit of a misjudgment by Ramon Laureano would cost the A's. Bassett comes set. Here's the kick and the pitch. It's swung on, driven to center field. Laureano going back, still going back. At the track, right to the wall. And he can't make the play. Now it eludes him. It rolls over toward left center field. One run is in. Two runs have scored. 
Carpenter's the third. They're going to hold him there. And the Cardinals take the lead. It's 2-1 to one St. Louis. Now the ball gets away back behind home plate near the screen. It's backed up by Bassett. Carpenter's anchored at third. And the Cardinals take the lead. Boy, there have been a lot of tough plays for A's outfielders lately that they're tough plays, they're, and they all say the same thing after the game. I should have made the catch. But that's one where Ramon, and especially we've been talking about juice baseballs, the way the way he judged it, it looks like he thought it was out, and it fell a little short. Yeah, he went back to the wall, and like you said, it kind of landed at his feet and you know, mistimed the play. And he's not always great going back, and that's something he's going to have to work on. And he's so gifted, Chris, and, and he'll figure it out. But the other thing, we don't know if it's a factor or not, but it's a new ballpark for him. It's the first time he's ever played a game in here, so those things can factor in. But it looked like for a long time that that would be a, a really big play in this game. How windy was it there tonight? Not really bad at all. I don't think the wind was a factor. I mean, we can't feel it in here. We're under an overhang in the booth, so we don't get a real sense for the breeze. It was There was a light breeze blowing, but, but I, it, it's hard for me to say that was a factor on that play. And then the very next play, here comes the Cardinals shortstop. Carpenter leads at third, and here's the pitch to DeYoung, and the slow curve is drilled down the left field line in the corner, and that's going to get down. That'll be a hit and bouncing over the wall for a ground rule double. Carpenter scores. DeYoung, fly ball down the left field line, hitting on the track and caroming into the seats, and the Cardinals lead 3-1. to one. So right now you're going, oh, boy, because after 34 pitches in the first inning, and you're starting to look at 60-something pitches in two innings. You're thinking this could be a rough one. Is that what you're thinking when you looked at the pitch count for Chris Bassett? Absolutely. On a warm night, it was 89 at first pitch, a little bit humid here. You're thinking it's going to be a bullpen game for the A's, and then especially so, Chris, when uh, the Cardinals had two on with one out in the fourth inning. Yes, no question about it. And you're thinking, oh, man, they got to get out of this jam. And how about J.B. getting it done? Here it comes. Breaking ball lifted on the infield when Delkin gets the job done. Simeon on the left side, the shortstop two steps into the outfield, makes the catch, and the inning is over. When Delkin strands two runners and keeps the A's in striking range. On to the top of the fifth, it's 3-1 St. Louis. It's certain outs at the beginning of the game that help you set up a comeback or failure later in the game, and that was huge for the A's as the A's would bat around in the fifth inning. And as you mentioned, Chad Pender would step up to the plate after a double by Josh Fegley. The 0-1 pitch by the right-hander. Checks the runner, deals, and Chad hits it high in the air, deep in the left field corner. Ozuna going back. He will look, and this one is gone. And that quickly, the A's have tied it up. On a towering two-run home run to left field by Chad Pender, it's 3-3 in the fifth inning. For the double switch, paying dividends for the A's on Pender's first plate appearance. The double switch is not good for your scorecard, but good for the A's there. And very good for Bo Mel. He had a feeling there with Pender, and he took Profar out of the game early, but, man, it really paid off. And the next batter, Marcus Simeon. The two homers that Flaherty allowed to the Marlins in his last start a week ago were both on breaking balls, one to Starlin Castro and the other to Brian Anderson. They were sliders just kind of spun out over the middle of the plate in the mid-80s, 84-85, as Marcus sends one to deep center. Fowler going back on this. At the track, right to the wall. He will watch it fly. And the A's have taken the lead. And Pinder and Simeon go back-to-back in the fifth inning. 
and it's 4-3 Athletics. Lightning has struck in St. Louis in the fifth inning for the A's. And the fifth time the Athletics have gone back-to-back, and now the momentum kin has swung to the A's. Simeon, 11 home runs, 40 RBIs, 90 hits, and 53 runs scored halfway through the season. Absolute Iron Man. And then yeah. here comes the two out hits, which are so key. Stephen Piscotty got the great ovation, and then he got the base hit back up the box. And here's the 2-2 pitch on the way. Molina sets up outside. I mean, way outside. It's swung on. Hit up the middle. Back a second. Into center for a base hit. It's 5-3 A's. Chapman has scored. Olsen stops at second. Steven Piscotti back in St. Louis delivers an RBI single right off the spine of the diamond. It's a four-run top of the fifth and a 5-3 lead for the A's. You know, Ken, great to see him get that hit. And for them, you know, there was was some people standing, a standing ovation for him. And ever since the surgery, just four for 24. So he got a walk in the A-B before that. But also to get the base hit, I think, is good for his confidence. Yeah, and I think maybe this the second half this year will mirror last year's second half for him because the melanoma can be a scary thing. But the pathology report came back that they got all of it, and he feels he has a clear head going forward. And, you know, maybe this will be the kind of the jump start to his season tonight. And then they would pinch hit KD right after Piscotti. And the right-hander's pitch, here it is. And Chris hits it to right center field, up the alley. Fowler, a long run. He's not going to get it. That's going to go to the wall. One run is in. Piscotti's around third. They're going to wave him. He will score without a throw on a two-run double to right center by Chris Davis. And now it's a huge inning and a 7-3 lead for the A's. It would be a six spot for the Athletics, and the final in this one would be 7-3. to three. No more runs were scored. Liam Hendricks would come in and uh, would shut the door in the final inning, and the Athletics with the win to start this road trip as you really want to finish strong heading into the break. And, Ken, you know, we talked about July 5th because you have this series, then you got the Angels, and then you come home against one of the best teams in the game in the Twins. So what will their record look like on July 5th when the ball club comes home? That is a huge question. That'll be a great series with the Twins. They won again tonight. So, And you've got the fireworks, and then you've got the July 4th game. So that's one of the best attractions of the year. And the other note, just in closing, that's five relievers working for the A's tonight, Chris. And five and two-thirds innings of shutout relief. So uh, those guys really were, you know, obviously they played a big part in winning the game tonight. All right. I have never been to St. Louis. How is that ballpark? It's, what, what are we calling it Bush number three? Bush three, although Ray thinks, you know, the first one, he's right. It was Sportsman's Park, but opened in 1920. They renamed it Bush Stadium. Then the cookie cutter that was the second Bush where the football Cardinals played. They had the AstroTurf and they had... Those great teams in the 80s. Now this one opened in 06. It's a big yard. It's a lot bigger than the new A's ballpark, the proposed A's ballpark, which will be around maybe 12, 15,000 seats smaller. But yeah, I like it a lot. You know, they've got the uh, the ballpark village out beyond left field. It's You could almost hit a driver and a wedge, and you'd land the, the golf ball in the Mississippi River off to our right. So uh, there's a lot of stuff right around the ballpark, Chris. I had a great night last night at a... Oyster Bar, where they had some live music about a half block from the ballpark. So there's stuff to do around here, too. And you can see the, you can see the arch out in the outfield, right? 
You can see it out beyond right center. I'm looking at it right now, but you can only see about half of it because you can see the upper half. The rest of it is obscured by the buildings out there. The gateway to the west. And, and yep. yesterday, I know Stephen Piscotti put on a golf outing. Always a good team bonding day on a day off before you really start this tough road trip. They had about 16 players out there, I think, yesterday, Chris. And you're right. I mean, that doesn't hurt when you get almost the whole, at least, well, that's like two-thirds of the team out there, right, uh, for an outing like that. And Mr. Catronio and Mr. Ryan Christensen played a little golf yesterday, too. So um, it was a good day off for the, for the club. Great stuff. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Yes. It's not going to be easy. But you know what? They're not playing great baseball. So you know what? Take it to them. Then it's time for four against the Halos. Then you come home against the Twins. The Twins are mashing more home runs than anybody. It's a great time. We are going to hear from Bob Melvin, as Bob Melvin has just spoken to the media. Bob has to be happy about the start of this road trip. But before we do that, Vince Catronia will be with J.B. Wendelkin, who got his first career win. That's coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's beat the Cardinals 7-3. to At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmer's market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. Back for the eighth year, First United Credit Union is proud to sponsor Home Runs for Hunger. For every home run the A's hit, First United will donate $50 to help end hunger. Over the past seven seasons, First United has donated over $62,000 to the Alameda County Community Food Bank. And for a limited time, they are offering certificate specials up to 2.6% annual percentage yield for a 25-month term with a $1,000 minimum balance. Some limitations apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, J.B. Wendelkin came in in a big scenario, and he was able to get two very key outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the reality is, you know, we talk so much about the end of the game, but there were two runners on there. And Chris Bassett had to come out. His pitch count was through the roof. If J.B. Wendelkin comes in and throws gasoline on the fire, I don't know what happens in the fifth for the A's. And that's where baseball has changed for the good. Sports are always changing. Sometimes it's for the good. Sometimes it's for the bad. But a thing that has changed for baseball, which is really key, is that understanding that okay, this fourth inning really can dictate how the rest of the game goes. And that's where we've discovered these high-leverage innings where sometimes you don't save your best arms for the end of the game because the game might may be out of hand by the time you get to that great arm. So that's why we look at it now that, hey, listen, this game could be decided in the fourth inning. And this game wasn't decided in the fourth inning. Where it was decided was in the fifth inning, the very next inning. But 
if JB gives it up there, and now the A's are looking at a deficit, because they're already down 3-1, if they're now looking at a deficit of, I don't know, 5, 6, 7, 7-1, kind of changes the mentality a little bit. But the fact that J.B. Wendelkin got key two outs with two runners on set up the A's for the next half of the inning where they would score six. All right, so I'm seeing here we're going to hear from Bob Melvin and we're going to hear from Stephen Piscotti. But first, here's Vince Catronio talking with J.B. Wendelkin, who got his first career win. J.B., the last time you were in St. Louis, you were pitching for the A's in 2016. A lot of things have happened, and then tonight you get your first major league win. What's the emotions about the way this thing has happened for you and where you are today? Oh, I got chills right now. Um, the way it's gone out is you, you can't dream it up any better. Uh, going down with the injury and then coming back and actually fighting and getting back to where I need to be and coming out with the win is pretty cool right there. You had a levered situation. The A's are trying to stay in the game. Fourth inning, 2-1, facing 1-2 in their lineup. Take me through the, the way you felt like you could attack the hitters. Uh, I needed to be aggressive, but at the same time conservative. If, if that makes any sense, but that was the way I needed to be. Uh, easy outs, ground balls, something easy to make happen. And, uh, you know, that's that's all we can do is draw it up like that. From Japan to Las Vegas to back, what are the things that you've learned this season? Uh, just be consistent. Stay, stay within myself. Don't do too much. You ready to have some fun? I think some guys are going to have some fun with you. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, JB. Well-deserved. Thank you. JB Wendelkin's first major league win for the Athletics as they post a 7-3 victory interleague play against the St. Louis Cardinals. He's off to, of course, the bear shower for the first major league victory and now back with more of A's Clubhouse with Chris Townsend. Ah, the old beer shower. Doesn't get any better than that. The first career victory. For the rest of your life, you've won a game in major league baseball. How cool is that? We'll hear from the skipper next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. The future is bright in Oakland and the East Bay. 15,000 local youth baseball and softball players are participating in the Future A's program, presented by Kaiser Permanente. The club's new initiative provides complimentary jerseys and hats to local youth baseball and softball leagues. Teams also receive additional benefits and support, including development clinics, tickets to A's games, and more. Visit athletics.com future for more information. This is A's Clubhouse. A's with the win 7-3 over the Cardinals. Here is Bo Mel after the game. Yeah, trying to cross my fingers, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to do the National League game every now and then, and you know, early on, we got into a little bit of a pickle with, you know, where we were. It was more with the pitch count on Bass than anything else. I think there were upwards of 30 uh, foul balls off him. You know, walk some guys in this heat, next thing you know, he's up at the plate, and so we got a little uncomfortable with the pitch count being right around 90. So there's so many contributions tonight. I mean, JB was was huge coming in. He's not used to coming in a game like that. And then, you know, we got some some big pinch hits and um, 
you know, and then the bullpen did a great job after that. It was good to see Luke pitch the type of inning that he did too. So a lot of good things happened for us tonight by a lot of guys. How about that double switch though? It's the pender paid right off. Well, there's a guy that it, it's easy to you know you you look for ways at times to get him in a game. I mean he's 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 contributed to this team in so many different ways, and to be able to uh, you know come off the bench, he's used to doing that. So, at Chris Davis's hit was big too. Yeah. I mean having to come off the bench and, and get a pinch hit there. So, like I said, wasn't just one guy tonight. Can you just touch on JB getting his first career major league win? I mean, what does that? What do you think that means for him? Out a lot because he's not in that situation often. You know, one, it's early in the game, and two, it's with guys on base, and and it's the starters' runs. So if that gets away from us right there, it's a whole different game. So it really the win started with the contributions. Now we hit all the way around to have to hit for him, or he was going to go back out there again. But uh, those are two really big outs. What happened with Ramon there on the fly ball to center? You know, I think he just. He took his eye off it, he went back, and I think he thought it was going a little bit farther, and once he turned around and caught it, you know, and saw it again, it was just not going as far as he thought. That's my guess. I haven't talked to him about it. When you saw it, was your official, uh, I mean, was your thought it might have been E8, or do you think it was a triple all the way from your point of view? You know what, I don't, that's, luckily enough, that's not my job, so I just deal with whatever it is, but, uh... I think that's what happened in his case. Speaking of contributions, I mean, the bullpen up and down tonight, right. having two-thirds scoreless, and Pettit with, you know, getting out of that jam, and, and Hendricks getting out of that jam in the ninth, I and mean, what can you say about that? Yeah, I mean, Yusmero's just, he's he's been in those situations so many times um, that you almost expect him to do it all the time, and we needed a couple innings out of him, and he gave us that, so that was key to bridge the game to the last couple guys. Um, you know, and then as far as getting out of jam for Hendricks, you know, that's kind of his his doing that a couple runners were on that was pretty good at bats, you know, certainly as soon as hitting the ball the other way. But he's pitched really well to this point, and we had a lot of confidence in him. What did you think of the ovation Piscotti got? I thought that was great. That was pretty touching. So, you know, it takes a lot to move Steven a little bit. And you could tell that it did. I kind of expected that. I mean, the fan base here is absolutely terrific, and, and they remember their, their guys. Um, so I think everybody in our dugout felt great about that. Yeah, courtesy of NBC California. And let's hear from Stephen Piscotti, a special night for him. We spoke earlier today. You weren't sure of the reception. It was a good one. What, what was the feeling like? Um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was really special. Uh, a lot of emotions coming back there. Um, it's awesome to have my family there. and my mom was there with me, too. So um, it was just really, really special. Um, yeah, it's hard to put words a little emotional for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the Cardinals kind of my up, upbringing in, uh, in this game. And, um, I owe them a lot. And it was just, uh, just really special to be back on that field. Um, to get that opportunity to do innovation like that, it's, it's just so special. You talked about what the fans of St. Louis meant to you and, and their support after you moved on to yeah, I mean, all the love and the prayers and everything that came our way, um, you know, we were very grateful for. It was overwhelming at, you know, at times, um, but in a good way. So um, I feel like this is this is home for me a little bit, and it was, uh, it was great to get back and um, see everyone and get kind of immersed in baseball culture. Stephen, what did you think of the win tonight? Sort of a National League style game for you guys, really, with some double switches, pinch hitting, and stuff like that. Not with the win here. Pinder with the homer off the bench, and uh, and KD with that, that pinch hit. I mean, those are huge hits, and, and not easy to do. And, um, 
not something we're really accustomed to do so early in the game. So uh, to, to perhaps them for, for coming you know, with some big at-bats, and uh, it's a good win. We'll try to get another one tomorrow. You guys have won nine of your last 13. Just what's been coming together over the last couple of weeks as a team? I think we're starting to find our stroke and getting some consistent bats and maybe putting some, some runs up. Um, trying to give our, our pitchers a little bit, a little bit of a, a little bit more breathing room, and um, they've been doing doing their part. So I think we're just clicking on all cylinders right now. Thanks, sir. Yeah, good night for Stephen Piscotty. No doubt they've won six of eight, nine of thirteen, and they're four games under five hundred. How about Joaquin Soria? Most games ever pitched by a player born in Mexico, 674. That's got to be a big thrill. I mean, we talked about earlier this year with Fernando Rodney where you're passing Cy Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for for a guy playing the big leagues, that I can't remember who, who he passed. But it, will someone probably pass him? Yeah, but he's going to own that for a while. There's no question about it. All right, tomorrow we have A's Cast Live for you. We will have our live show on from 2 to 3.15. 2 to 3.15, you will hear the Bob Melvin Show. And we'll have a bunch of good stuff for you. And then first pitch is going to be at 4.15. I will have A's total access for you. Robert, will that be at 3.25 following what we did today? All right, so we will have – so basically what we'll do, 2 o'clock to 3.15, then 2 o'clock to 3.15, then we'll throw it to Alex Jensen and A's all night, and then we'll start A's total access at 3.15, first pitch at 4.15, Adam Wainwright up against Daniel Mengden. Athletics with the win, 7-3. We'll all see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock for A's Cast Live on A's Cast powered by TuneIn. Have a great night, everybody. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.